Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Welcome to another episode with Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. My name is Lisa Renee out of Georgia, and I will be your host for our discussion today. And at the table, we have our sister queen, Darlene West, out of Ohio. Great morning, Miss Darlene. How are you today? Great morning, Miss Lisa. I am doing great. Thank you. Thank you. And we also have out of Georgia, our sister queen, Deidre Gilliam. Good morning, Miss D. Good morning. Good morning. Before we get started, can I have Ms. Darlene bless the table for us this morning? Yes. Gracious Father, we just thank you. You gave us another day, another day to be part of your divine plan. Lord, as we come together this morning and share our wisdom and knowledge with others, may you bless this time, may you bless what is released out into the air, and thank you for continuing to use us over and over again and giving us a special assignment, a special purpose. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for that. Thank you for that blessing. Well, we are back at the tables, ladies, this morning, still peeling back the layers on relationships. Uh, You know, since we have launched this discussion on relationships, I don't know about you, but it seems like it is the center of discussion on many podcasts and YouTube channels. I mean, I don't know if you have come across it. I've I've been hearing it from pulpits, from YouTube channels, um, and, you you know, when our very own Ms. D kicked it off, uh, a couple of episodes ago with Relationship 911 discussing what it means to be in relationship and identifying relationships that need emergency assistance. We we also linked relationships to our discussion on detours when uh, Ms. Ms. Darlene spoke to us about detours and how sometimes you may have to go in other directions. And on our last discussion on relationship, we discussed relationships as a resource and building an audience. So for the next couple of episodes this week, we're going to still peel back some of the layers uh, on this topic of relationships. And the topic I'm presenting for discussion this week is Relationship Resources Part 2, The Confidence in Asking for Support. In our last discussion, on relationship resource, one of our questions was, how comfortable are you in asking for support? And, you know, we had some great discussion on that. Well, I want to really peel back the layers on that uh, today. In our podcast episode, in a podcast episode, there was a, a podcast episode that I had listened to with Elena Christine. Uh, this is a podcast out of Toronto. 
And she made a statement. She said, the most successful people in business and in life have mastered the art of asking for help. And, you know, I, so, you know, I went to the Google God, right? <laughs> um, what does Google have to say about asking for help? So one thing Google said was refusing to ask for help is counterproductive. Asking for help is being responsible to yourself and to others. So I want to just sit there for a minute because that kind of that kind of that kind of brought up some thoughts, you know, in my head when it says asking for help is being responsible to yourself and to others and refusing to ask for help is counterproductive. So I want to propose a, a question to the table to uh our queens. What are your thoughts on asking for help and as it relates to some of your experiences? How had asking for help contributed to your success, you know, any success in life. Um, and I'm going to start with you, Ms. D. What are your thoughts on uh, that most successful people in business and in life have mastered the art of asking for help and refusing to ask for help is counterproductive? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I tell you what, I found myself in this situation just this weekend but, you know, this does go back to our previous conversation that we had about uh, relationship resource. And, you know, I believe one of the questions for the table was how comfortable we are with mm -hmm. asking for help. And during that discussion, what I mentioned, because I think this is key, is that, you know, it, it does take a lot, or it has taken me uh, a while in my life to be comfortable with asking for help. You know, we talked about taking off the cape with the big old S on our chest and putting it away. Um, but I also said that I do think it you offend people in your circle when you do not reach out to them for assistance. You know, um, uh, you know, if people are around you and, and they're willing to lend their skills or their expertise and, you know, you go around with the, I can do it, I don't need you, kind of an attitude, I do think that that is offensive. And, and I can tell you just this weekend, um, uh, I had one of my visual venture workshops, and, 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 I, and I afterwards, uh, I said to you, I need help mm. because there are areas in which I am lacking, whether it's from a marketing perspective or social media presence that I'm not good at. So I recognize that this is this is an area of of, uh, of opportunity for me to reach out to someone that uh, does have that experience and say, listen, can you share with me the skills that you have to help me become successful? So uh, what does it mean to ask for help? I don't see it as a sign of weakness. I see it as 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 recognition that I need wisdom and, 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 and insight and impartation in an area that I'm lacking in. So I, I, was, I was proud of myself for being able to say that out loud and not be ashamed of that. Mm. That was a big girl move. That's a big girl statement. <laughs> that was a big girl move, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Ms. Darlene, what are your thoughts on 
the most successful people in business and life have mastered the art of asking for help and refusing to ask for help is counterproductive, but asking for help is being responsible to yourself and to others. What life experiences can you relate that to? Well, I relate that to the wisdom that you do learn when you don't ask and then the wisdom that you learn when you do ask. For me, that was a behavior I had to learn. And I've learned it over the years the hard way by not asking. And I've stepped into situations and circumstances that I did not have to go through. But I asked for help and I asked for that individual's wisdom on what I was getting ready to do. There would be a lot of things I wouldn't went through. Um, so when I look at what you are saying, I, I think it's a learned behavior, especially if you look back on your life and how you were brought up. Because sometimes I think about that. I was brought up, you know this. Why are you over there asking for help? You already know this. You can do this mm. on your own. You don't need to ask da 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 for this help. So for me, it was a learned behavior. And also, as I spoke before, taking the S off your chest that you can do everything and uh, reach out, share, especially when you're a leader. Other people around you have that gift and talent. And so if you reach out, that's how you're building those different relationships as well because they realize she needs me as well. I know mm-hmm. she's leading, but she needs me. Mm-hmm. And so I've taken off the ass and said, I need you. This this ministry won't work unless we all work together. I need you. And so when I started doing that, it brought a different atmosphere to the ministry. I got people volunteering. Do you need some assistance? I'll do it. I'll step in. I'll handle it. So it it, it relieved me of carrying all that burden, that unnecessary burden, because I released it. I said, I need you. And and so it's not a weakness, as sometimes you're grown up to believe it's a weakness to ask, mm. especially if you have a gift and a talent. See, that gets in the way. Mm. Yeah, is that making sense? Ms. Darlene, that makes so much sense. And... There's, there's two things that you and Ms. D said. The first thing I, I'm going to uh, address is, D, you said you offend people when you don't ask for help. Well, that was a big statement. That's a big statement right there because I think in relation to what Ms. Darlene said, you feel like you're bothering someone or you're offending them when you do ask for help. Uh, and, and that's kind of how we were raised in that culture and in that society that asking for help is a weakness or it's a sense of begging. 
Um, and like you said, Miss Darlene, get up and do it yourself. Stop asking people to help you do something that you know you can do yourself. Um, you know, learn how to do it yourself. Or, you know, and, 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 I, and I, I get it. I get where our, you know, our prior generation is coming from. You know, if you want something, you have to do it yourself. But it is counterproductive. I think about, you know, when, you, when we think about the question that I previously asked, I think about the first time it was really, really brought to my attention that I'm being counterproductive and I'm not really walking in leadership. And that's not, that, that's learning not how to delegate. And I remember when I had my uh, 50th uh, birthday bash, and you know, I always had birthday bash with my kids, and that was the year I was turning uh, 50. And so I incorporated myself in their uh, birthday bash, and so we were celebrating all birthdays. And I remember I had, um, I, I was just running around uh, the place just, just doing everything, just being everything and doing everything. But it, but what happened was I was asking people for help that weren't coming through, and I am I'm, I'm, I'm I will say this on the radio: it was some of my kids <laughs> that wasn't coming through and doing. What? So, so that might be another. All uh, your kids a relationship resource. That might be another episode. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so in, in in building this relationship resource and the people that you will ask for help, just like what you said, uh, Deidre, you said there's people around you that will get offended of you not asking for help, but there's also people around you that will get offended. And so we have to learn where to place people in our lives. Everyone who is in our lives is not going to be a, re a relationship resource. And I think that's where, that's where the confusion comes in, and that's where it's counterproductive because you're asking people that you probably already know the answer when you, before you opened your mouth what their response was. And so that has put us in a place where we where that asking for help becomes like a taboo because we haven't built relationship resources. So I know many of you know that I was uh, involved in network marketing. For years I was involved in network marketing, and I was always attracted to network marketing because um, of the success you saw of others. And almost what we thought was an overnight success. Well, it really wasn't an overnight success when you start to think about it because the people you, it's all about relationships in network marketing. So you, you get these people that walk across the stage and, you know, they have these huge networks and they got to this million-dollar mark, you know, uh, in a year, and you're thinking, I can do that but you don't realize the circle that they have built over the years. They've built a relationship resource circle. So when they go to these people, uh, they're not going to, you know, you know, Uncle Bubba. They're going to people that are already, that they have already built a relationship with that 
they trust one another. So when I sit down with a, a, a business plan with this person, this person is receptive and jump in because they've built a relationship with these people for years. And then when they come, they're like, yes, that looks like a good investment. I'll jump on. And to others, it looks like an overnight success, but it's not. It took years. And so in building relationship resources, it takes time. So I want to pose a question. How strong is your relationship resources? Or can you look and say, you know what, I have relationship resources or I need to get, get to work. For me, I need to get to work. <laughs> I need to get to work because it's a different mindset, like Ms. Darlene said. It's a learned behavior. I love how you said that, Ms. Darlene. Ms. Deidre, can you, can you, can you um, just share, share how are you building a relationship? Do you have a relationship resource? Do you need to strengthen your relationship resource or you need to start from scratch? I mean, just, just, just looking at it in that, in that perspective, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I can tell you, um, and, and before I answer your question, uh, Lisa, I think it's great when you said you used the word begging and and just, you know, just like we were saying and, and what Ms. Darlene said about a learned behavior, that's how asking for help was presented to me growing up, um, being conditioned to, to see re- reaching out for assistance as a form of begging. And they're, they're, they are two very different things. But when you wrap that word around asking for help, it builds a negative connotation in your mm-hmm. head so that when you do try to extend your hand or say, hey, I need, you're kind of remembering, oh, but, you know, that's seen as begging. And I don't want to beg because, you know, that's something to be ashamed of. So I just wanted to, to mention that because that's, that's, you made me think about that when you use that word begging. And then as far as in my circle uh, as and, and having uh, relationships uh, as resources, yes, I do. I do have that, of, of, and I'm, I always think that I can strengthen it because, you know, I believe in, in, in giving attention to my relationships, but I have a, a really quick, great example. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And you were part of this. So I enjoy um, uh, volunteering, and uh, in particular, I volunteer with a homeless shelter. And I received uh, kind of a a last-minute request from them uh, to provide meals, um, uh, to provide dinner um, for the next evening because the person or organization that was supposed to provide it had pulled out. And so I get this call, hey, can you, you know, serve dinner for 40? And I said, sure, not a problem. I put out an SOS call to my sister's circle. SOS, hey, got this request. Can you, um, if you can, here's the date, time. This is what we need. This is what we're going to prepare. My sister circle, of which you are a part of, showed up and showed out. You ladies came I mean, uh, some, of course, it was on a Saturday. Some people had some things on their calendar. Not a problem. I'll finish up early or I'll shift or whatever. And we came, you ladies came, you provided, we served, we laughed, we interacted with some great people. I mean, that, you, you queens, um, 
that's what you do. So I am fortunate in being able to say that I have uh, women in my circle that are absolutely my resource, absolutely, that I know I can call on uh, with a moment's notice and they will respond. And this happens to be, you know, uh, you know uh, an, an event, if you will, but, you know, same thing where if I need consoling or support or encouragement or, you know, girl, you need to get yourself together, I know that I have uh, uh, resources in my circle. Absolutely, absolutely. And, yes, I remember that day. I remember we all pulled together, and, and those that didn't even show up, you know, sent donations. And so absolutely, um, so that, mm-hmm. that is awesome. And, and, and how, did it, how did it make you feel when you, when you sent it out? I mean, when you sent out this blast for help, you know, because we're talking, our focus today is what does it mean to ask for help? So how did, how, did that, how did that feel? Was there any kind of hesitation? Did you know that you was going to get the response? Was you shocked of the response? What, 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 did, what, did, what did asking for help at that moment, what did that mean to you? Well, I did not, it, it was an automatic thing for me. When I got that request, I immediately knew this was not something that I could do on my own. Mm. So, you know, I looked and I said, who? And I, the answer was right there. I, I, I didn't have to wonder. I, I didn't take the time to wonder who would respond and who would not respond. I simply put it out there. That's what the Spirit told me to do. Put that request out there. Who is able to assist will, will, will assist, and who is not able to assist will not. And, you know, just as you said, uh, you know, I knew it was a, it was a short turnaround. Uh, you know, uh, my sister queens live full lives. They have activities and, and, and commitments. And, you know, I just said, <clears throat> excuse me, who can respond will respond in the way that they can respond. And, you know, for those that could be there, they were there. Uh, uh, what do you need? I could pick this up. I could bring this. I can't be there, but you know, here are some funds to assist with the effort. So it was an it was an automatic. It was, it was like request, put out the call, folks will respond, and let's just move forward. Okay, okay, Miss Darlene, how strong is your circle of resources? Uh, you know. T- is it strong? Is it you know need some need some work? Need to start from scratch? <laughs> well, excuse me. To that question, I I believe you have different resources for different areas. Uh-huh. With me being a ministry leader, I have a resource base that if I send out a text. Uh, saying that one of our members needs something or can anybody help me, can you uh, provide this or that for a particular event, that people will step up, especially when they know it's for a good cause. And I've learned that you have resources, like I said, for different areas. For my ministry, I have a wide base. Can it be wider? Probably so, yes. Um, then I have my personal base, my family base. Reach out to them. They're there to provide. I got you back. 
you know, go here, go there. So I believe that you can have different resources for different things that you are going through. And you can always build it to make it stronger. You see what I'm saying? So you have to, I think, work at as being a responsible person that they even can depend on. As you're depending on them, they should be able to depend on you as well. So all of that connects and all of that can uh, build. And you can always mm-hmm. add, continue to add. Miss Darlene, I know you are calling from Ohio, but I swear, I don't know how you get to look at my notes. <laughs> I swear, Miss D, I did not send her my notes, okay? <laughs> But that that is that is absolutely key. You have to be as good of a of a resource as you expect other people to be for you. Absolutely. And I think perhaps if you are a good resource, I think that's how people are able to respond so positively when you you know, when you put the call out. Oh Miss Darlene, when you said relationship resource in different areas, and you and Deidre both said that. You said when you put the call out, you knew just where to put the call out for this area. And like Ms. Darlene said, um, you have your family, you have your friends, you may have to build it in a, it, it build a stronger, you know, in, in each area. So here's, here's, a, here's the thing where I think people flop, and I know where I have flopped. I use that example of my 50th birthday, and I do have resources, but you have to know which resource you go to for what. That's where you get offended, okay? So I know if I need $1,000, I probably can't go to this resource. Or if I, mm-hmm. need, um, some, if I need some help with volunteering, you, you probably can't go to this resource. Now, even in, let's just say, network marketing, I knew my mother was always a resource, but would it have made sense for me to talk a business plan with my mother? And I think that's what... I think that's what happens. I think that's where asking for help falls through the loop because you look at everyone in your circle and not knowing, just as Ms. Darlene has said, that people are placed in a category. They may be a different resource. You may have, you know, your, 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 your ministry resource and you have your sister girl resource and you have this resource and you have the people at your work. So you have to really know when it, when it comes down to building relationship resource, you have to strengthen that area where they, in a certain category, where it needs to be placed. So you can offend someone. If I know that somebody is living paycheck to paycheck, and they just finished expressing to me how they're trying to find money for their phone bill. Let's just say example. And I come to them and I say, can I borrow your rent? You're offending people <laughs> because that's not a resource in that area. And so I think that's where asking for help falls through the loops. But you also have to know that 
you can offend someone for not asking for help or not strengthening in that area because you you just don't you just don't you you just haven't built that strength in that area. I love how you said, Ms. Darlene, and you took you said it's being responsible. You have to be responsible when it comes down to asking for help. And I think people are irresponsible in doing that because they haven't mastered or they don't know the art of asking for help. So tomorrow uh, we have an accountability task overnight. And this is an area that we're going to peel back the layer um, in your passion and in your purpose, because I've come to realize in my passion and purpose, I don't ask for help. Deidre, you mentioned that, Ms. D, you, you mentioned that in your visual venture. You realize, hey, I need help in strengthening my passion and my purpose. In this area, whether it's social media, whether it's filling the room, I need to step up to the plate and ask for help because this is a passion and a love that I have and I need help. So our accountability test is think about your passion and where there is a weakness or where growth is needed and what way can you ask for help with confidence it will lead to success. Okay, think about your journey. So, for instance, for example, Ms. Darlene, when we started Power 5, you were attracted to Power 5 because you knew that your purpose also was to do public speaking. And if we was to rewind and go back a year and a half ago, uh they wouldn't even know. They would be like, oh, that must have been a different Miss Darlene because the Miss Darlene now <laughs> is Miss Confidence. I mean, she, there is no skipping over a word. There's no stalling. But you knew that working with the circle would strengthen. And, we, and we've become a resource. We've become a resource to each other. Mm-hmm. We have strengthened mm-hmm. in that area. Right. And 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 you had no problem. There was a time when there was coaching, and when I used to coach you, you would say, I, I'm going to listen. I need this. You had no problem with asking for help. And that's a, that's a, that, was, that was being responsible. That was being responsible to yourself and to others because you knew that God had placed a message in you, and you needed to get it out, and you needed to know how to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Over the and now we're over the air. Before it was just a, a telephone call, and mm-hmm. no matter when you're called to the mic, you have words. You're not skipping over your words. You're not stalling. You're not this. It just flows, and so we have to think about that in our in our passion and what what God has placed down in the inside of us. Because. and I learned this recently, the vision doesn't make you an expert. The calling doesn't make you an expert. It's the calling. You have to prepare. You have to do things to now become the expert of the call. So in doing that, 
how is asking for help going to help that? So that is our accountability test, and I'm looking forward to that discussion. I'm looking forward to you really taking some time to find out how asking for help is going to help strengthen the calling on your life. Well, that's all I have for today, and I thank that's you. That's great. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love when we are peeling back the layers. For our listeners, we get deep down uh, into our discussion. We peel them back one layer at a time. But that is uh, that concludes this episode. I'm going to ask Ms. Deidre if she would give our closing blessing for the table, and then I will close our episode out. Okay. Thank you so much, Lisa Renee. Oh, my goodness. That was a great discussion. Great discussion. Ladies, I'm going to close us out with today's top philosophy. I am here because there is no refuge finally for myself. Until I confront myself in the eyes and hearts of others, I am running. Until I suffer them to share my secrets, I have no safety from them. Afraid to be known, I can know neither myself nor any other. I will be alone. Where else but in our common ground can I find such a mirror? Here, together, I can at last appear clearly to myself, not as the giant of my dreams, nor as the dwarf of my fears, but as a person, part of a whole, with my share in its purpose. In this ground, I can take root and grow, not alone anymore as in death, but alive to myself and to others. Daytop philosophy. Thank you so much for that. And thank you, everyone, for joining the Women of Power 5. See you on the next episode as we continue to peel back the layers on relationship resources. Relationship resources. Okay. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at TableTalkP5Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.